0: Thanks for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. If you didn't know, we do over a hundred different after shows a week for your favorite TV series. We do it in podcast and video form, and it's never been easier to start your own podcast to get in with us and talk about the things you love. If you've ever thought about it, go to Anchor.fm/start to start your own podcast. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100 free and super easy to use. Now, Anchor can match you with sponsors who want to advertise on your show and get you paid right away. Doing over 100 shows a week, but it makes it so much easier to be able to cut out things that we want to cut out and insert things that we want to insert to make the show the quality that you, the fans, deserve. So, if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to Anchor.fm/start. That's Anchor.fm/start to join us and the diverse community of podcasts. Already using Anchor I can't wait to hear it
1: Hey everybody, it is time for the Happy After Show Here at Afterbus TV This week, we are going to talk about Saxon Mary getting closer to some good answers Amanda gets big news And a fix Happy pops his cherry And we even have a special guest Yeah, that's right We got Michael Mays, a.k.a. LaDick All that and more Right after this you're tuned in to AfterBuzz tv the espn of tv talk now let the buzz begin. hey after buzzers. what up Yo, we are talking about Happy, episode season 2, episode 5, Perva Palooza. Oh yeah, we're going to hit all the good points today, guys. We've got Saxon Mary and dealing with a wishy. That was crazy. We've got Amanda getting some news that is basically life-changing and drinking something that we're not sure what to, what it is. We've got Happy doing unspeakable things, but Most important and so exciting, we've got a special guest with us today. So, I'm Nikki Bailey. I'm one of your co-hosts for tonight. And I am joined by the very, very, very awesome Ricky Scaramucci. It's close. No, I never get it right.
2: Scaramucci is the guy on the show.
1: I'm sorry. Vitucci.
2: Vitucci. But Look I can I see just, where you're confused.
1: You know, all the Italian <laughs> names over here. I can't get them right. I can
2: see where you got it confused. Please
1: forgive me, all right? Hi, everyone. Hi, guys. We have so much to talk about. Um, we want to also introduce you to our special guest. He's standing by. He's in a condo in Florida. Guys, welcome <laughs> Michael Mays, who is, uh, you know him as La Dick Unhappy. Hey, Michael.
3: Going on, everybody. We're so Welcome glad you're
1: to- with us.
3: Michael. I'm so happy to be here.
1: How's the weather in Florida? You hot? You dying?
3: Um, it's like 88 and warm and humid, and but huge. it's amazing <laughs> for my New York-Brooklyn um, digs. It's it's nice to get out of the, the cement and the 40-degree weather.
1: Absolutely. Bummoning. Awesome. Fantastic. So we're gonna get started. Um This, like every episode of Happy, was chock full of craziness. So when we left off last week, we had Mary, Sax, and Amanda all in the belly of the beast in Sonny's tower. Do you remember? I do. Okay. I do. I was on pins and needles all week. First of all, before we get into this episode, Ricky, overall impressions of the episode. It was a
2: funny episode. I think it was... One of the funniest out of the whole season so far. It was just consistently funny.
1: I agree. I loved it. I agree. There were so many Mm. amazing, hilarious moments. But one of the ones that I didn't mention in the top was we got to meet Sax's mom. And to me.
2: (laughs) That's great.
1: I mean, that just made the episode to me. It it
2: reminds me of home. Did it really? (laughs) It reminds me of Brooklyn. I'm not even going (laughs) to lie. Like, that is someone I know. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely someone. I know if it was a, a family relative or if it was my friend's mother or my friend's grandmother, that is the prototype to an Italian Brooklyn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. So we're going to get into all of it. Let's start with Mary and Sax are at Sunny Towers. They have somehow managed to capture the wishy that we thought was dead. OMG, because oh. last time we saw that wishy, uh, you know, uh, Sax was, you know, snuggling with it in fishnets. Yeah. Right. So. So <laughs> what did, what did you think of? Like, first of all, how do you think they got the wishy out of Sunny Towers? I have
2: no idea. Right? How do you, how do you even pass through security? Yeah, because he definitely has security there, right?
1: With gi- with a giant piece of bubble gum. Like how do you yeah. get like how do you get that out of the building? They take the wishy to some place that looks like a meat locker or something, yep. Yep. and attempt to hang it so that they can find out what's inside of it. Yeah. And then they cut it open; it bleeds all of its you know goo. weird goo, but it's still alive. It runs away. Were you? Was your mind blown? My mind was blown by that.
2: It's superhuman.
1: It's superhuman. I'm
2: telling you, it's superhuman.
1: Michael, are you caught up on the show?
2: I am. I am. <laughs> it does get. It's hard to follow at times,
3: but like you said, how does that get there? I think it really like morphed there or something through like Sunny Media, it like nice. kind of <laughs> to the beat locker and, and um yeah.
1: Nice. So but I am. am caught up. Okay. Cool. So the the wishy runs away. Um. But we have as, a wishy on the loose. We have a wishy <laughs> on the loose. As the wishy is running away, it runs into la dick.
3: None other than.
1: Oh, my. So, first of all, I feel like the wishy looks like it's going to be a little slimy. Is it actually?
3: Um, <laughs> in all truth, it's, um, it's very slimy. It's like Ghostbusters slime ball. You're slimed all over the place.
1: Oh my god, that's so cool. I actually like I like and I and they always they when they when they show the the orgy scenes or whatever, somebody's licking it. So I'm like, ew, oh. gross. Okay, cool. It's slimy. I like it. So Ledick Dick gets knocked over by the wishy, but he has big news.
2: Dun dun
3: dun
1: dun dun dun. Yes.
3: From that day, which is like earlier that day. So he's just come from this big news.
1: He's just come Um, from it, yeah.
3: Yes. Um, Which was a lot to spill out and a lot to get over to Nick. But yes, big, big news.
1: Big, big news that Sonny runs a (sighs) palooza orgy with people dressed in black latex as animals having sex with each other. Yes. This is familiar.
3: I just know it's the bug.
1: The bug. We don't know it's sunny. Right.
3: Okay. I just said, but we say at the end that it's Shine, Tower, so okay. It's Shine Towers. A- okay, Shine Towers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I only know it as the crazy bug.
1: The crazy bug. Which so we your still character have- doesn't know that it's sunny. Okay, I understand. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Which we still have no idea who the bug is.
1: No, I think oh we don't. We don't know who the bug is. Right? Or is the bug sunny? I think the bug is sunny.
2: Well, you think. I don't think they've they've established exactly who the bug is,
1: because the I bug's think, the right, mastermind. At
2: this point, we're like assuming because
3: right. it's Shine Tower, and yeah. it, the bug is like the commando of the orgy. Right. That is funny, right. but um, but
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. So we know that Mary and Sachs get out of the building, um, but they need to go back now for Shine Towers. They need to go back for this orgy because Nick is determined to get in there and kill Sonny. Which he should be. So, but he gets a call that he has to take care of Haley that day, so he leaves to pick up Haley. Now, here's the thing that I thought was really interesting. Amanda is also locked up in Shine Towers, right? She gets she gets captured. She gets put into like a playroom that looks like it's out of like Tron or something. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) and Sunny comes to visit her.
3: Chuck E. Cheese, maybe
1: it's like Tron meets Chuck E. Cheese, right? Like it was like (laughs) weird lights and placed and toys and blocks and stuff. So so Sunny is like. Why are you here? And Because Sonny's like, there's no, there's no coincidence that you're here the same day as two random strangers who came into my place and stole my wishy from me, right? And, and, and the tape. And the tape. He doesn't know about the tape yet, but, the, but it's all been stolen. Yep. So um, this was a huge moment. The thing that I have been waiting for in this show is to find out how the wishies communicate with Sonny.
2: Can we find out? And
1: we get to see it happen. We are watching so Michael, when we're watching the show, we're watching it with the subtitles on. And the subtitles say that the wishies are making burbling noises. Burbling. Burbling. I thought that was really great. <laughs>
2: what species and what animal makes a burbling sound? A burble.
1: Sound? I would think I think of burbling as like a water sound, like a like you know a like a burbling brook—is that a thing?
2: A gargling brook, maybe.
1: I don't know. I make I make up stuff. Bubbling?
3: What's like bubbling and gargling mixed? Yeah. Yeah, cool. I
1: like it. It works. So. A burbling brook. So, but what the wishies tell Sonny is that Amanda is pregnant. Yeah. O M G. Yeah. By whom? With what? is amanda pregnant do you have a theory
2: i hope not i don't i don't know this is insane i i hope she's not i hope it's oh but she's pregnant i'm like trying to not make her like pregnant in my head but she's pregnant and i don't know what she's pregnant with she's gonna have an alien child
1: you think it's gonna be an alien child
2: it's gonna be another a wishy like a human wishy so you
1: think it's like a wishy amanda because you know because because sunny says you're special do you think I don't know, Mike? What do you think? Do you think that maybe she's pregnant by a wishy?
2: I think it's me, a bug child.
1: A bug child. You think
2: the bug slept with her?
1: We don't know. Who, we don't know what she did at the at the orgy the night that she was there. It's immaculate conception. We don't all we and all we've been seeing is these flashbacks of her in this white bubble thing, right? So we don't know what she actually did or what happened to her while she was there. You know, maybe she got. Oh man. Was she raped or bug raped or something. I don't know. Well, I wouldn't call
2: it raped because she looked like she was you know she was doing
3: she, her was, thing.
1: Compromised, she though, was compromised. She was compromised. She was drugged. She was, she was bugged. She was what what'd you say, Michael? He
3: said that he said he was bugged. She was bugged. She was bugged. She was totally oh, bugged. Oh my.
1: So he gives her a vial of something that like that, this is because we talked about before yeah. the idea that Amanda appears to be addicted to something, and and she's trying to fill that void with chocolate, with sex. She's trying to figure out what it is that's wrong with her. Something's changed, and so Sunny gives her a vial of something that's like white and weird looking. It
2: looked like it yeah. looks like yeah, like a like a like stuff. man's juices. Look,
1: this is after <laughs> buzz. This is after buzz after night. It looked like ejaculative. Yeah fluid. It looked right? like Ejaculate. semen. What she's trying to say is Thank it you. looked like male it semen. It looked like semen.
3: Yeah. Rainbow semen. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, we're going to
1: get to that in a minute. Trust me. Um. So so great. Right. So she so she takes it from him. She goes directly to an abortion clinic and has probably the worst initial visit that you would get ever coming from finding out that you are potentially pregnant by a psychopath or or an alien and so say it again or a bug or a bug or whatever she's pregnant by right so she goes she gets this horrible person who uh gives her all of these really terrible statistics about abortion and all the stuff and she's she basically tells julie to go fuck herself julie at the at the abortion clinic because like what kind of this was obviously not like a Planned Parenthood. It sure. obviously had a particular theological slant on what they want, what they th- believe. So um, do, w- were you surprised that so that she leaves the abortion clinic and then she takes the, the, the vial? Were you surprised that she did it, that she took it?
2: Well, not after seeing her state. She yeah. was walking the streets. She looked like a crack fiend.
1: She was. She was. She she was was She was really in for something,
2: and then she couldn't deal with it like no more. She was like, "You want to know what? Screw it! I'm just going to take it." I think she subconsciously knows what that is because it's because of what happened at the party.
1: Yeah. So I I don't know. So Michael, what did you think? Were you surprised that she took the the, that she? I was surprised. I thought she was going to have. I thought she had more willpower, which is terrible thing to say. She's hurting though. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I know. I think it's like she's obviously addicted to something like you said. And it's, this is like when the emotional crutch happens, we're going to take the drug. Yeah, so I kind of saw that coming a little bit.
1: Yeah. And you know, uh, Stephen, when he was here last week, cause I was out talked about, you know, when you are an addict and you're fiending for your drug, you will do whatever it takes to get it. And so, you know, she has it in her pocket. I guess she's going to take it. I guess, I guess I, I guess I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was, I kind of was holding out hope that Amanda was going to be okay. And,
2: Oh, she's so dark. She's She's deep in the dark hole. She is deep
1: in it. Deep in it, guys.
2: She's in a bug hole.
1: So before we move on, look, I'm pretty sure that we want to tell you guys how we feel about you here uh, after Buzzers. Ricky, do you want to tell us?
2: Yes. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for making us the ESPN of TV talk. We love you so, so much. But for us to continue to grow, we're going to need your help. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Rate us on iTunes and make sure you leave a comment below because you want to know what? Nikki and I, we read every single comment and we reply back. So thank you so much. We love you and continue to support so we can continue to give amazing content. Thank uh,
1: you. After buzzers, we love you so. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. So, okay. We have talked about Amanda being pregnant so Nick has to get Haley cuz Amanda's having the ter- the worst day of her life. So yeah. Nick has to go get Haley. He gets her, takes her for ice cream and has this really beautiful moment.
2: Moment. Yeah. Wasn't that lovely? It was it I Yep, yeah, it was beautiful. It was, it was like beautiful. the
1: most sincere I think that we've seen Nick and Haley yeah. connect. It was like the most sort of like the moment where he was sort of saying to her like, I love you, and I want to be a good dad to you, and and I'm sorry. And it was like a really precious moment, but he couldn't stay with it because he had to go. Because mm. he has to prepare for Pervapalooza that night. So Haley gets a little annoyed, ends up in the bathroom, and who should sit down across from Nick Sachs?
2: A spoiled smoothie.
1: Ugh, the <laughs> nerve of this dude just strolling into the diner, sitting down across from Nick Sacks, when Nick thought that smoothie was dead. I I am surprised that Nick did not lose his mind and lunge across the table because what we've seen of Sax so far yeah. is that he doesn't have much impulse control, sure right? He's. So yeah. So, I guess just the presence of Haley kept him from going off? What do you think? Why didn't he reach across? And, I think and-
2: he's genuinely... No, tr- I, like- I,
3: I feel like he knows what Smoothie's capable of, and Smoothie's been, done some pretty crazy shit to him, so mm. I felt like in that moment, like, he knows what he's dealing with right yeah, there.
2: Yeah, exactly that. So, like, when maybe
1: he was like he, was, like... he was,
2: like...
3: Stage.
1: So maybe he was like, yeah, I'm not going to mess with this guy because I know he can do terrible things to my butt.
3: Oh, (laughs) uh, with a big strap on. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So um, but what we see, though, is Smoothie really doubling down on like interfering and making Haley love him. But smoothie reveals, I think this, is, and you tell me if this is your interpretation. Smoothie reveals in that moment that he's really after revenge, with of course to, to, to revenge yeah. with Nick. Do you yeah. think that's what it was?
2: I, he's getting, he's using Haley right to get to, to get Saks. to Nick. Yeah, I think so too. That's absolutely it. Michael. What do you think? Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah. So I uh, I feel so much for this poor Haley. She, this little girl. First of all. <sighs> Her parents forget her birthday. I'm Everybody's not- like basically nobody's there for her. And Sax takes her to drop her off with his grandma she's never met before.
2: Best character on the show.
1: This was <laughs> an amazing moment. Freaking okay, love her. Chris Maloney playing Janet, Nick Sax's mom. Okay. So
2: He's ch- he's channeling his inner Tyler Perry with Medea. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that it was like the Italian. It was the Italian, Italian Medea. <laughs> it was Italian Medea. I like it. um Oh my gosh! So like, how hilarious! How hilarious was that scene? I mean, just okay. the fact. I mean, how brilliant is Chris Maloney? What was it like working with him? Like, tell us a little bit about that.
3: I, it's like one of my. It's one of my favorite experiences of like working with an actor ever. I mean, from the very first episode i did with him and in, in season in season one um just like he's not only makes you comfortable um and is hilarious but he also is like down to business and knows his shit at all times Amazing. you know you gotta like step up to the plate yeah he's super like relaxed and funny around that and and like loose with what he's doing so i I, he's like a total joy awesome guy to work with like while you're shooting and then like while you're like hanging out as well that's so awesome he told me because he he was actually like the next day he was going to be doing that scene um as his mom and he told me that and i just like cracked up laughing so (laughs) hard because i just picturing (laughs) that you know i knew going to be able to do it amazingly but um but it's fucking hilarious.
1: That's so cool. No, do you do you guys get to, like, improvise and ad-lib at, at all? Like, or was it kind of, like, just stick with the script?
3: For sure. I mean, we're pretty tight to the script. Um, especially, like, this episode um, was written by, like, Patrick McManus, who's one of the creators. Mm-hmm. And, like, he and Brian Taylor, the director and one of the creators, um... But Brian, um, not the director of this episode, but the creator of the show as mm-hmm. a whole, um, like they're generally staying around the dialogue, but we're we're ad libbing and then like deciding what we want to ad lib and stick in when we like continue on the takes. But it's pretty like loose in general, and playful, um, and trying to like push outside of the box and like room to play within staying in the structure. That's nice. awesome.
1: That's awesome. I'm just imagining what like, what kind of play, playing and improvising Chris Maloney did to portray Janet. I'm just thinking about, Uh, like, how, because she's so realized. Like, I I felt like watching that character, I was like, oh, my gosh, um, if she doesn't, like, smoke her life away in this. Like, I just was, I was like, this is the best like glimpse of a character i've seen in so long mm-hmm. she's not on she's not on the show the whole ep- you know she's not on for the whole episode but she is so incredibly funny and so um and so real like yeah. like i really was like oh my gosh she's a mom but she's also a smart ass and she's also you know she's a wise guy she's a wise guy <laughs> you know and and you can see like where nick gets his crazy right like like, very obviously, this crazy-ass woman Spitting raised this crazy-ass man.
2: Spitting image. Yeah. And I love, like, the
3: fact that he, like, chose as an actor not to really raise his voice register. It's, like, basically, like, the same... The same person. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> right. From all the, like, cigarettes and drinking, like, it's really, I'm talking down here, you know?
1: Right. So, like, like, it was, like, it's, like, he's play like, you would think that, you know... uh, Maybe a
3: little would bit have. more up there, you know. Yeah,
1: right. No, but not a woman who's been smoking he's and drinking, down here. drinking moonshine. <laughs> yeah, you know. So,
2: Nikki, what do you think well, you're doing, Nikki? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Great
2: grandma. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly it.
1: Grandma sex.
2: Grandma, it's grandma sex. Grandma sex. Grandma sex. Who
1: who insists on being called Janet because you know heaven she wasn't forbid. In the- Right. Well,
2: I, I think she said that because she wasn't in the do- the in grandchild,
1: life. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but she
3: also, in the end, like has heart, like Sax does, because she's like, "All right, leave her here. Do what you need to do." Right. You know? I
1: always take care of things. I'm going to take care of this too. Yeah. 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 Loved it. <laughs> Um, I really hope that, you know, if if you guys are watching, please make sure that Janet comes back. Yes. I want a Janet (laughs) spinoff. I don't know if that's a thing, but oh, my gosh. Amazing. Yeah. Now, while all of this is going on, all All of this is happening, (laughs) all of this is is going on. Where is happy? She's, so in the last episode, if you remember, I'm gonna channel my—I don't even know what I'm doing right no, now. With you, my boys. No, no, you're doing a good job. you were doing a good I job. I fall into accents for no apparent reason. It drives people in my, my crazy li- uh, li- my life crazy. We should do it. So okay, so happy. We left off last episode. Happy was in the bar, right with little Bo Peep, <laughs> and and that giant baby voiced by uh, by uh, Weird Al Yankovic, which was just hilarious Ugh, my god so (laughs) so happy leaves with bo peep takes her back to nick's place and so we had a whole debate last week michael about what we thought was gonna happen was happy gonna get
2: happy happy was gonna have a happy ending
1: and, and you guys both thought that that was going to happen. Yeah. You and Steve thought that was going to happen. I wasn't on the show last week, so you didn't get to hear my opinion.
2: And your opinion was? My
1: opinion was, no, of course Happy's not going to have sex. That's crazy. Happy doesn't even know what sex is. And then something happened to Happy's unicorn horn. And, oh!
3: Well, little Bo Peep came along, the little seductress. The little seductress tying
1: tying <laughs> cherry stems with her mouth. And... Whoa. Oh, my gosh. She wants to go somewhere crazy, and they end up at in Nick's house. And um, Bo Peep worked that pole, y'all. She was working She's a good that poll worker.
2: pole. Poles. Both. Both poles. Both poles. That's okay. right. That is right. Okay.
1: She worked all them poles. You know, and it's because she carries a staff around. You ever notice that about little Bo Peep? She carries uh-huh. that staff around. That's why she's so good with the poles.
2: She's practicing. <laughs>
1: she's been practicing. She's
2: been practicing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we see this, like, you know, Bo Peep does this dance. It obviously affects Happy because his uh, unicorn horn extends and turns yellow. And turns yellow. They speculate about whether or not it would now taste like banana.
2: I love bananas! We
1: did not... uh, I I think it might have even been too far for sci-fi to show Bo Peep licking the unicorn horn to find out if it was actually banana-flavored. Mm-hmm. But I felt like they went so far they should have just gone ahead. She was, she was, sit-
2: she was sitting <laughs> she, on his head, she, on his horn. She
1: was sitting and spitting on Happy's horn, y'all. <laughs>
2: She's a spinner, everyone! Oh my god. She gosh. is a spinner.
1: <laughs> so so Michael, tell us, like, are there any moments, like are you ever watching the show and thinking, oh my god, this is so over the top and insane. What do you Uh, think of the controversy about it? Like, people are like, this show's a little controversial. What do you think? Like, are people, like, do you think, ah! Or is it more like, this is just awesome?
3: A, it's on sci-fi, so, like, it has the ability to do that. I mean, and Netflix, too. But I think, like, in this day of age, it's just so good to have things that are outside the box and wacky and crazy and just, like, pushing boundaries. And the more, like, the merrier. And I think it's always, like, within all the... Craziness and darkness. It, it's also like funny, like and 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 totally wacky at the same time. Yeah. You know, so I'm a fan, and this is a perfect example. As she's like sitting and spinning on the horn. <laughs> which, like, I didn't see that coming. Like I. <laughs> You know, I was like, OK, I mean, maybe they would, like, get it on, not necessarily show it. But, like, when they cut to that scene, it's like, whoa, whoa, right? the rainbow spooge.
1: The wow. rainbow splooge was I, I I legitimately wrote those words, rainbow spooge, in my notes, because I was like, first of all, I love anything rainbow or glitter. So to me, if splooge could be rainbow. That's too personal. TMI, Nikki. Do not share that with the people. But Rainbow Splooge, I mean, if you could market that, if we could figure out a way to have men create Rainbow Splooge, it would change it would be a game changer for the sex. I'm just saying. Like it
2: would have to be a diet change.
1: It would, probably. You'd have to you'd have to you'd have to drink a lot of
2: You would have to eat. It's a lot of ice cream of, yeah. and
1: sprinkles and a lot of things that like happy would probably Love. Love, I'm mm. thinking. I don't know. So. Yeah. yeah? What it, I did love that Happy wanted to spoon he after did, the, um, afterwards.
3: See, that's the, the original Happy that you thought wasn't going to do it. You're like, oh, but he wants a spoon.
1: Yeah, you know, he's still himself. One of the things that we talk about on the show a lot is what's happening to Happy, right? So like as he's at, we're seeing as the season progresses that as Nick's friend, Instead of Haley's friend, Nick, uh, uh, Happy's taking on some um, some ways of being that are not so happy anymore, right? He starts growing underarm hair. He's, you know, he's got a little attitude now, and now he's had sex. So we we do a lot of debating about like what do we think is happening with Happy? Like what now that he's done this and popped his cherry and yeah. had the sex? What do we think's happening with with
2: so? Bo Peep said something very interesting. She said that you can't change friends.
1: Right. So right. the
2: fact that Happy's able to change friends... Right. Ro- ...like rose a question mark in my head. Like, I wonder what's going on now.
1: So I... That brings right? up a really good point, right? So So Happy... It was able to change from Haley to Nick and so and Bo Peep's like, No, we don't we don't change yeah. friends, we just leave our friends so that we don't disappear when they stop believing. Right. Happy's change friends. So and then and then immediately after that scene, we go to blue mm-hmm. in the jail, walking down the hallway singing um uh the rainbow song. What does he say? Something I'm always chasing rainbows, right? So it made me wonder, do we think... We have a theory, Michael. One of the theories that we have is that perhaps Orcus, who is the demon that is uh, inhabiting Blue, we wonder if maybe Happy and other imaginary friends evolve into demons. And -hmm. and is it possible that because happy's able to change friends just like orcus is able to change bodies is it possible that that could be what's happening yeah. did i just blow your mind with that
2: i just i have nothing to say now jeez blown away.
3: <laughs> splurge <laughs> all over your white wall we know that he's a demon of death that orcus is, that the orcus demon is a
1: demon of death. of
3: death um and he and he killed the nun
1: no no he no, killed, he killed um, he killed the guy in the prison. Oh, no. He killed... Yeah, he killed the guys in the prison.
3: Yeah. Um. But Mikey's mom... What is her name? What's Mikey's mom's name? Oh, um, the old... The old... Little oh, old lady. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't
1: remember yeah, yeah. her name. Yeah.
3: One, the, the one that got stabbed with... Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah, yeah. Um... Anyway, like Orcus was responsible for that as well. So I, we know that there's like a lot of death, and that that circles around that. But it's interesting. It's an interesting theory.
1: It's an interesting theory. We'll see what happens. We, you know, we're yeah. not married to it or nothing. We're, we'll see what we'll see what goes on. Um, so, Michael, I just want to make sure while we have you, we actually have a couple other questions we want to sort of make sure that we get to with you. So, mm-hmm. so tell me like. What's been for you the most sort of defining role in your career so far? what 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 would you point to as like this is my favorite best, most wonderful thing?
3: Well, I know it's gonna sound cheesy, but <laughs> I really feel like it's this role. Um, just because my experience on set in this show has been so fun and no matter what and no matter like where we're going in the scene and with the character we're always pushed to go outside of the box which i feel like in all of the roles and tv especially that i've done to this point it's usually staying very like streamlined and like understated and villainous and and just kind of like riding this line whereas every experience i've had in this show is always like pushing you to be like crazier or more over the top or like you can just really like go and have fun with it, which I haven't actually like experienced to this point. So that is amazing. And I love both of the creators of the show, Patrick Manis and Brian Taylor, like they're really great and they provide a really great set to be working on and then mixed in with Chris and Chris being a producer as well. Like it's just a really, it's a really chill set while being extremely professional. And pushing you to be outside of the box, which is really fun to do as a, um, as an actor. And like, just logistically, I mean, this is the longest recurring role I've had so far where it's like extended on and I'm, I still haven't died. Um,
1: (gasps) so you could come back, (laughs) right
3: back and like, you know, and if, if there is a season three, like that, I would probably say that that could probably happen. Um, and, uh, so yeah that's awesome
1: it's It's so obvious watching the show that like the the idea that that they push you to go further that's you when you're watching the show like as a performer myself the whole time i'm watching it i'm thinking that looks like so much fun it looks like they are having a ball and the idea that they are pushing you to go further and do crazier things Mm -hmm. i mean just you know actor to actor ricky doesn't that sound like heaven
2: Sounds when when you get the freedom to just do whatever you want. I mean, that is that's like an open road to a, a, a 1967 Corvette. Yes, just, you, you, that's what you want. You want the open road. Mm.
3: yeah and yet you're still like sitting in front of like chris maloney exactly who i highly respect and who has been like in so much so like i know that yes i can do whatever i want but like i still have to like i gotta know my shit i gotta know my lines like i'm showing up to set like extremely like ready to go and ready to go and like box with him right right Um, and i really felt that like especially probably because it was the first thing i did but the poker scene you know that Mm -hmm. i when you first saw the deke yeah um, it's in episode three of season one, um, just that scene as a whole and really pushing the boundaries of like how crazy intense he got wasn't how I originally was, you know, going with it, but I had the ability to go there.
2: That's amazing. Um, yeah.
3: That's so really cool. Now, you so guys
1: much. have met Ricky and yeah. Mike, Michael. You have met. You guys worked on a project together.
2: Yeah. Stano. Yeah. Which I'm really excited about. Tommy. That's Tommy up there. <laughs>
1: That's so uh, cool.
2: He he is a brawler. Let me tell you. All right. And Ricky got to see it. I haven't seen it yet. It's oh, wait until you see it. It's great. He
3: had an exclusive screening. Yeah. Ooh. But um, but yeah, that's with um. Would you want to talk about it?
1: Yeah, tell us a little about it.
3: Well, I mean, Ricky, do you want to do you want to talk about
2: it? Yeah. So, uh, it's a film called Stano. It's based on a true story about a gentleman uh, from the Bronx he gets drafted by the New York Yankees and on the day that he gets drafted he uh, gets his brand new car and stumbles across this person and and they get into a little scuffle and something happens and his life is basically uh, his life has changed um, without giving away. Too much, and then uh Michael plays Tommy, where he plays the brother of the guy that Sonny Stano, who got drafted by the Yankees, gets into the scuffle with. So Tommy played by Michael, Sonny played by Joe Manganello. They don't like each other, especially Tommy.
1: So so Michael, Girl did you
2: played by Sophia Vergara.
3: And oh, Sophia Vergara, I of course. Her.
1: So that sounds—it sounds like really good. This is a full full length feature, or? full length. Awesome. Yep. So yeah, when's that going to hit the hit the uh, the world, Michael? Do you have any uh, idea? Do you have I, dates?
3: I I like connected with Joe like a month ago, and I think he's talking like the end of this year. I'm I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, oh. I,
2: yeah, yeah. I think they're they're close to getting a distribution deal. I think.
1: Awesome. So. It's really exciting. You guys want to see more of Michael Mays and our wonderful Ricky. You can obviously look for this movie, Stano. How do you spell it? S-T-A-N-O.
2: S-T-A-N-O. So
1: let's look for Stano, hopefully coming out later this year. So I want to make sure, before we run out of time... Can I
2: ask him one question? Sure,
1: ask away. I'm sorry, I just bogart the conversation. No, no, it's
2: totally fine. She hijacked it. It's it's totally fine. (laughs) 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 Uh, I just want to know... um, what's one thing that not too many people know about you? Like something that you feel comfortable sharing. If it's a funny moment, if it's a career moment, just anything that you want to tell your fans and the fans of happy, something funny or interesting about you.
3: Funny or interesting. Um, Or just anything. I started out as a pre-med major. I was going to be a doctor. Oh wow. No way. I was going to be a doctor that like worked in community theater. And so I, I started like in university as a full-on like biology pre-med student, and that's where I was going. And then I ended up like double majoring in in musical theater and um and and pre-med because it's <laughs> like honors program. But I ended up in a, with a musical theater degree. So nice, that's, like, a wow. Student, which which is basically like I think with my roots being in like theater and especially musical theater, which I then like kind of went away from and completely went towards TV and film. But just like having those bones, I think being on a show like happy where I can like be big, you know, and yeah. like do something big when like, that's what like is so fun. And I love to do as opposed to most of TV, which is understated. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know how funny that is,
2: but that's not funny. It, that That's a pretty cool fact that I would have never guessed.
1: Yeah. And now I want to see like a musical episode of happy with Ledic doing <laughs> uh, um, an amazing tune about, about the show. Could we, could we, I think you should call your agent and tell them that they should suggest that or something. I don't know. I'm feeling it. What do you think?
3: Yeah, I'll tell, I'll tell, Um, I'll tell the creator. I'll tell Patrick about yeah. it.
1: tell Patrick that, because I think that would be awesome. A musical episode of Happy. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Before we move on, before we close out, I want to just cut, touch, touch on one other thing that we didn't touch on, which was, remember Orcus, uh, I mean, uh, Blue asked Pink to kill him uh, so that Orcus would... Uh, you know, get destroyed basically. Yep. So the the cliffhanger on this episode was pink throwing himself and blue over the side of the building. So let's actually mm. have that be our segue yep. into predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV Predi- predictions. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! So. Ricky, yep. what do you think is going to happen next? I, and, a, and speak, definitely touch on what's going to happen. Does pink actually kill blue?
2: I don't know. Something's telling me that I feel like that's a dream. Hmm. Something is telling me that that, that, that whole thing is something that blue is probably sleeping in his cell and is envisioning it all happening out. All right. All that right. was my first hunch. All right.
3: Michael. Uh, Feel like he's dead, okay, and that, and that and that Orcus is now alive, fully, like one hundred percent. That's my prediction.
1: Okay, I am going to chime in on that prediction as well okay. and, and agree. I think that um, that this is going to kill Blue and. And Orcus will rise up from this.
2: But now, would Orcus still stay inside of Blue or just move to another... No, he'll
1: still be in Blue's body, but, oh, Blue's okay. gonna but is going to be gone. He's just going to be dead. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. A lot's going to happen. We're going to find out next week, I hope, what happy having sex means. We're going to find out what happens at the orgy. We didn't even get to talk about... Um getting Amanda to the showing, uh, getting to, talking
3: to and talking to the sex at the end.
1: Right? We didn't even get to that. So much good stuff. I cannot wait to find out because Amanda looked amazing, but I also need to know, girl, what are you doing there? What anyway. Yes. <laughs> All right. So Michael, it was so wonderful to have you here. Thank you so very much for taking the time. Thank you, Michael. To so hang out.
2: I love your show and I
3: like it. it's such a privilege to be on it. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Where can folks find you? On the social medias if they wanna if they wanna reach out.
3: Um, I'm on the Insta, at at Michael Mays, and I'm on Twitter, at Michael Mays, M-A-I-Z-E.
1: Woohoo! So go find him, guys. It's been a wonderful time hanging out with you guys. I am Nikki Bailey. You can find me at Nikki Bailey underscore on all the social medias. Ricky?
2: And you can find me at Ricky Vitucci.
1: All right, guys. We will see you back next week for our next episode, episode six of Happy... This has been the Happy After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Thanks so much, guys. See you next week.
2: Ciao.
0: Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we have got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs)